Time for Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Back in the KTOE studio for Talk of the Town. My name is Lisa Kay, and back in with me, I haven't seen her since last year. Sounds so long ago, right? Uh, four days, all of that. <laughs> Anne McGregor from Minnesota Valley Action Council. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Excellent. Did you have a good, exciting New Year? Oh, yeah. It was real exciting. I was in bed by midnight. A lot of people I know were. I was in bed by 1230. Yeah, it's tradition at midnight. I call each of my boys and wish them Happy New Year. And last year I woke up one of them because, you know, they they have young kids now. They're not out there. Right? She's like, I was so, in bed by nine. What are you so, doing, Mom? So I texted, I texted Adam and then I called Nick and I got a hello. And I went, <laughs> okay, I'll send you a text next year too then. I so. guess so, right? Well, I'm glad everything worked out. We were, yeah. we were uh, just at a low-key neighborhood party and... And didn't do a whole lot after that. <laughs> we watched the ball drop and then pretty much everybody took off, which I think is good for the hosts, right? Yeah. You probably just want us out of there. Uh, so we were hitting the ground running with Minnesota Valley Action Council this year on Talk of the Town um, because right now is the time of year. My husband gets a little bit anal about this where he's always like, okay, do you have your, do you have your forms ready to get the taxes done right now, right now, right now? He's one of those ones that's on it. He wants to get it done, finished, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but it kind of causes me a little bit of stress. You brought the tax person I in. I did. I brought the tax Low person. Low stress. Low stress. Um, it's just one of those other services that Minnesota Valley Action Council does that. And People again, know. I'm going to say no clue. No Had clue. No clue you guys did that's, taxes. That's why we're here. We right. let people know all the wonderful things that we do. And this is just another one of them. And I brought Lynn Sorensen with me today. And she's, her title, you know, she is our fiscal director, support services director. She makes sure that we follow all of the rules for all of those grants that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She makes sure we do them correctly. Oh, well, We dot our I's and cross our T's. Low stress. Low stress. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Lynn. Thanks for coming to Talk of the Town. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here with you. So uh, speaking of being here, how long have you been with Minnesota Valley Action Council? I've been at Minnesota Valley Action Council. For, it will be 33 years in March. 33 so, years. Yeah, I've been there for quite longer a while. Longer than Anne. Longer than Anne. I know, yeah. hardly possible, but yeah, there's a few. Wow. And what brought you to work for Minnesota Valley Action Council? How did you get to where you are doing what you do? Well, I graduated from MSU and then, of course, you know, looking for a new job and applied there and was hired and just have been there ever since. Yeah. There's been a great amount of variety all the time. I was watching all a, these different things to do. a podcast and somebody was saying something about how, um, how job jumping is beneficial for people, right? Mm. And I look at people like, you know, I've been in this industry for so long. I've jumped a couple of times, but still within the same industry. But you're in the same place for 33 years. Is it the people? Is it the management? Is it the, mm. the mission? I think you could be all, all the above. You know, the people are great. Management is wonderful. Um, I mean, you have a purpose because you do great things in the community. Mm -hmm. So that's always, you know, wonderful to be part of that. Right. Um, There's a great amount of variety. You know, there's a lot of grants. There's probably at least 40 different grants that you're tracking at one time. And um, some of them have the same requirements and rules, but there's a lot of them that are different. Mm. So that keeps you on your toes. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I suppose with things like grant money and things that you're responsible for, those things come in that you see projects come to fruition and you realize that you're a part of that. Right. Too. Right. 
Yep. So it's always impressive, I think, to see somebody um, loving their job and still doing it uh, after so many years, especially when it's a job that really helps other people. Right. right? I mean, you're really helping other people every single day. And taxes is just another one of those things that, uh, you know, okay, it's this time of year. We don't maybe want to think about it, but... um, I know in years past they've uh, they've extended tax deadlines. Was it that COVID things like that? that? Was, is, right. is, is it normal this year? Everything's normal. Everything is normal. I think the April fifteenth ends on maybe a Saturday or a Sunday, so it is extended to the seventeenth. Okay, um, which they do some, that sometimes when it you know falls on a weekend. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we're back to to normal, and um, we did do the taxes through the COVID. Um, it was interesting because our doors were not open, mm-hmm. but we were, we were able to do a drop-off service. Okay. Okay. Because I know there's certain things that people need to bring you, paperwork right. and all of that. So it's like, leave it here and it's safe and secure and we'll come and pick it up and right. do the taxes kind of thing? Right. We we have a drop box that's outside the building and um, they're able to, we provided them with large envelopes. Okay. So they're able to put everything in their envelope and um, drop it off. And then we did have our preparer that would um, prepare the taxes. And then um, part of um, doing the taxes is um, you do a review of them Mm -hmm. to make sure that everything is accurate. Just a second set of eyes is very important. Um, So, yeah, we we were fortunate that we were able to stay open. There was quite a few VITA sites um, that were closed during that time. And VITA stands for Volunteer Income Tax Assistance. Okay. And it's a partnership with the IRS to be a, a VITA site. They provide the training for the volunteers. Oh. So all of our preparers are volunteers. Okay. And so uh, we want to pique people's interest here. If you're looking at doing some volunteer work, maybe this is on your list of goals or resolutions for the new year is to give back more. I know a lot of people that I've talked to have wanted to get involved and um, feel good in some way about contributing back um, and giving back. This is just one of those ways um, because taxes, I mean, it's a, it's a touchy situation, right? You're dealing with people's finances. Right. And And their personal information. Right. Right. And and so to have somebody that you can trust um, that is trained of course, to do this. Right. We all know you can do the, like the turbo tax thing at home, but some people are terrified of that. Right. And, and, and it's not an option for other people. Right. And taxes scare a lot of people. Yeah. They do. And um, so all of our volunteers are um, trained. They have to be certified by the IRS. So what that involves is going, um, going through some training and then being able to take the test and pass it um, successfully. Okay. And um, part of the components of the test, there's a privacy and confidentiality portion. Oh, sure. So we want to respect the individual's privacy. Right. Um, so they're trained on that. And then they're also trained on how to prepare the taxes. And then once they complete the test success, successfully, they are certified. And um, then they're able to um, complete different levels of tax returns. When you say different levels, how do you mean? Whether you're, whether you're just uh, in a regular job or whether you own your own business or something right. like that? Is there different? Right. There's, that's one of the, a couple of the different levels is if you just have the W-2 from your employer. Mm-hmm. 
um, or else you could be self-employed, which would be the small business. Okay. And then there's also military returns, um, international student returns. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's quite a few different types of returns, and then um, the preparers are certified um, at different levels. If we stay on the on, on the side of the preparers and the volunteers, which I assume that Minnesota Valley Action Council is looking for volunteers to prepare Correct. tax returns this year, we'll get we'll get some information on that in a few. But if we stay on that side of things, when do you start training people in, or when, when is it? Does it, the government train them? The IRS train them? Or um, we're making those connections now. There's information on our website in order to contact me if you are interested in being a volunteer. Um, otherwise, it's going to the IRS website. They have a, a link and learn page mm-hmm. that um, goes through the training process. Also, the Minnesota Department of Revenue provides training um, through webinars. Okay. And um, the preparer completes those trainings also. Is that something that they do on their own time before contacting you, or they usually contact me first, okay, and then I provide that training information to them. Oh, okay, okay. And then, how long does that take for somebody to get trained and certified? Is it a work at your own pace kind of thing? Or? It is a work at your own pace. Um, this year, we're trying something new. We're on a Saturday. We're providing a three to four hour um, training. Okay. And the goal is once that's completed, the individual will be certified to complete taxes. Oh, wow. Three to four hours. That doesn't seem like very much. It's pretty intense. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. Um, how many volunteers did you would you have on a normal year that help prepare taxes for people? Um, the, we've, been, we've been kind of skinny on volunteers. Um, I think last year we had five um, volunteers, but they were very dedicated. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, we are renewing our partnership with South Central College. Oh. And they have the tax instructor that is interested in um, having um, the students volunteer at our site. Oh, sure. Perfect. It's great. It seems like a great match, right? It is. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Um, but still taking volunteers from the general public, anybody that's within the sound of our voices yes. might be able to to help you out and yes. just need to go and contact you. Um, if we're talking about the other side of things, maybe somebody listening that is thinking, you know, this is causing me stress every year doing the taxes and I want to I get those done. Um, what do they need to do in order to have their taxes done with and through Minnesota Valley Action Council, I'm assuming that there's guidelines. I'm assuming that there's um, income requirements or something that, right. we, that we need to know about. Right. First, um, there's the eligibility requirement of you know persons earning sixty thousand or less. Okay. Um, we also provide this free service to disabled individuals, and then also limited English speaking individuals. Okay. And you did say it was free. So it's if we free. qualify, it's free right. to have your taxes done. Right, right. Which is good. That um, is good. It, it, what do we need? Do we need to register or is it, um, how do we contact you if we fall into one of those categories that we would say, yeah, we qualify? Do we need to just register or contact you first? Before? You contact us first. Um, the week of January 17th, we will start taking appointments. Okay. And that's one way to have your um, taxes pre- prepared. Um, we'll, we do appointments Thursday evenings. Um, 
also or else you and can, they're in person this year right they're like in this. person yes okay um we've also found that a lot of individuals like to continue to drop off their taxes with us mm-hmm. and then we prepare them during the week and contact the individual back when they are finished oh okay okay and then do um would it be the same as if we had you know, a, ta- a tax preparer out in the public do it uh, for us? Is it the returns, if you're getting a return back, would that be automatic or do they? Yep, absolutely. It's the same. Everything's the same. Yep. There's signatures that are re- required before we actually file the return mm-hmm. um, with the IRS or else with the Miss- Minnesota Department of Revenue. Um, they need to review their tax return to make sure that we didn't miss anything or they didn't miss giving us anything. Sure. Um, so there's a, there is definitely a process of you know signatures and review that need to be completed. What type of things uh, do we need to gather together to have our taxes done? What type of things are you looking for? There is uh, quite a bit of um, information that needs to be gathered depending on you know what their finances are. Um, for example, a W two if they're working for an employer. Um, or also 1099 if they're self-employed. Um, there's individuals that receive Social Security or Social Security disability, mm-hmm. um, interest statements, um, dividend statements. There's just a lot of information. And uh, all of this is listed on our website. Okay. Right. So We're going to put the website underneath and the show notes on the podcast part of this. You can go to ktoe.com if you're listening on regular radio right now and find all of those links. Do the people that are having their taxes done always work with the same preparer throughout the year? If they've Is it, is it one person that we're going to be contacted with? John's doing the taxes for me this year? Or? Um, for a number of years, we have had the same preparer. Um, this year is the third year that Colette will be returning um, okay. with us. Okay. So we're very fortunate to have her. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and if we have not had our taxes done before, it's just just the one and then the, the volunteers that come in. Right. Um, if a volunteer finds that we need more information or something like that, is it going to be the same volunteer you go back to or is does it? It's usually the same volunteer okay. that you, you've been working with or else Colette is also the reviewer. Um, she may contact the individual if there's information that's missing. Um, we've had, well, we've we've done taxes for 17 years. Mm-hmm. This will be our, our 17th year, so that's quite a that's um, a good stretch. history. That's a great <laughs> yeah, that's a great stretch. And we do have quite a few clients that have come back year after year. Right. So we're, we're able to look at their previous year and note if anything is missing. You know, such as you had a dependent. Now, what happened this right. year? Um, so we're able to follow up with some of those questions. And um, they actually, if we didn't do their return um, the previous year, they actually will bring in a copy um, so we can So you can take sure. a look and see right. what happened between last year and this year. Right. And I, I have heard um, from, from tax preparers that it's a good idea to have a professional look at your taxes once every five years or so at least mm-hmm. um, just to make sure. That things are I, there are things that we miss. I think in in regular life, I didn't know I could take that, or I didn't know I was qualified for that. Or yep. um, are there ways that uh, the the volunteer preparers that you work with help to find those items for people? Well, what the 
client receives is actually a, a checklist, which is quite extensive mm-hmm. um, with different income or deductions that they may qualify for. Okay. So they're able to use that checklist and um, to have their, to prepare themselves um, prior f- to them coming in and us doing their tax returns for them. And then your volunteers that get certified, if I go out and get certified and I volunteer with you this year, is that certification good for how long? Can I come back next year and do it, or is there a recertification process? It's only good for one year. Okay, okay. And so how many volunteer hours would you say that maybe uh, somebody would get if they decided to do this as a volunteer oh. opportunity? I mean, are, the, are the hours kind of limitless or does it depend oh, on Oh no, they can they can volunteer <laughs> as much as they want. It's great. <laughs> we'll find a place to put you and and we'll find a place to put you to work anyways, right? Right. Yeah. And that's that's fortunate with the drop off because they can come in during our regular office hour, hours and work on tax returns. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because returns are t- you know, information's being dropped off every day. Right, right. Yeah. And other than the students that you've mentioned, which kudos to them and their instructor for getting them involved, and what a great way to get some some practice at it um, right. and, and have some eyes over you uh, at the same time. But what does a typical volunteer look like then if it's not one of the students? Um, usually a retired person. Okay. Because they have more time. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be someone that has prepared taxes in the past, or it may be someone that has been familiar with um, different tax returns, you know, f- maybe a person that had done payroll oh, sure. in the past and they're familiar with um, the W-2s and what it looks like and the information that's on the W-2. All right. All right. So once again, if we're interested in um, getting our, ourselves in contact with you to volunteer, what's the best, fastest place to go? Um, to call our number, um, and I'm, I'm assuming you're going to. I will put have that. that. Yes, that's I will great. put that on. <laughs> that's great. Um, or else, or else, go to our website. That's okay. the best way to contact us. Perfect. And we're looking under like the finances section, correct, Dan? Yep. If you go to our website, you click on the finances, and it lists uh, income tax prepare, preparation. Right. So we want to get people uh, registered to volunteer so they can get trained. Uh, did you say that the seventeenth was the, the start date of taking appointments? Taking appointments. Yes. Okay. Yes, well, and they're busy. How many? Do you serve average? Um, 500. 500 wow. or more. Okay. So it's quite a few, and they've brought in, I don't know if Lynn's got this information on her or not, how m- much money has brought, been brought back into the community? Um, it's over a million. Wow. As far as what the returns are each year. Wow. Great work. Wow. That's why we do what we do and we stay here. That's <laughs> why you're here for so very long. Well, what is coming up um, down the pipe? With Minnesota Valley Action Council, uh, what are you working on now in, oh, in 2023? For 2023, oh, this month I'm going to start putting together my committee for the lip sync battle, which is going to be in September. So much fun. Yeah. Huh? So hopefully um, Jake and Radio Man Cable will be coming back. <laughs> I'm sure they'll, you know, we're not at a loss for people wanting to embarrass themselves here. So we're, it's, it's time to start on that because that'll be, you know, nine months. It takes a good long time to get all that stuff prepared and ready. So there's that. Um, yeah, that's about what we've got Just for our a, fundraisers. Yeah. Good. A busy year. Well, we're going to be talking a lot about that throughout 2023. And today, all we're focused on is tax. And if you want to volunteer, 
with Minnesota Valley Action Council to do some taxes. Make sure to check out the links underneath this interview. Lynn Sorensen, thank you so much for 33 years of service. We appreciate it and continuing to work um, and helping people uh, with their finances and taxes and grants and everything else that you do. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. And Anne, thanks so much for bringing Lynn in. Yes, see you next month. (laughs) Yes, we'll see you next time. It's always good to talk to you. Yes, you too.